This episode is brought to you by RLS Services, Inc. With over 18 years of experience in the New England region, RLS provides carpentry, windows, doors, and flooring installations. For more information on your next home or business project, call for a free quote at 508-654-8668. Again, 508-654-8668. Thank you, RLS Services. Hello, you beautiful people. My name is David Vieira. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie Maderos. Welcome to the Redox Cinema Podcast. And by the title of this episode, you can tell what we're going to do today. It is another conversation about episode six but before we get into all of that episode six of what house of the dragon oh we're spongebob <laughs> what season? all right but before we get into all of that how are y'all doing doing all right doing all right new fifa came out and i'm enjoying that that's, that's cool it must be nice not to work no no, no i still got a job <laughs> but went to work today came home had to just play a game you know yeah no yeah yeah true yeah i played a couple up in a match yeah Cool. And fall is here, which means good movies finally are coming. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> so a few we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. I mean, there's a new movies. one that came out today, Blonde. We got to talk about that one on the podcast. Yeah, I'm hopefully. really Blonde. unmotivated to see that, to be honest. Not motivated? I'm not motivated oh, to see it. I am. I'm very motivated. I saw oh, one. Oh, that's the Ana de Armas one. Yeah. Yep, by Marilyn yeah. Monroe. I saw one scene that she posted on her Instagram today, and I was like, my God. I know she's going to kill it. I know she's gonna kill it. Yes, sir. Just, um, so like, I just want uh, so unrelated. I just want to know about the accent. Like, could she get it down? Um, you so, can still hear some accent, but she's yeah. doing she's doing a good job. The one scene she posted, like, you can, it, it's pretty good. I'd say it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that would just turn accent's me off, pretty but. good. Sorry. Right. I don't know. Well, just well, the stuff I read, director with some interviews. I was not really a fan of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's not this podcast. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's based we'll on a book. Yeah. You guys didn't know. A, a fictionalized book. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's kind of like Spencer ish. Yeah. It's like a what if, maybe, kind mm-hmm. of story. It's an imagination interpretation. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But um, some other news. Um, We got, I know, guys, we're just, just really quick. Um, we got a trailer to the next big show on HBO, which is The Last of Us. Yeah. So, which makes sense because House of the Dragon is almost over. And then, um, obviously, HBO has to start marketing it. So, yeah, we got a trailer and it looks do we, fantastic. Do we know when it's going to drop? Um, I'm ex- uh, They're saying beginning of next year. So, I'm... It's like January, February. January, February or beginning of March. Just that's what they're calling. Far. Um, it looks good. It looks I'm excited really for it. It looks really, really good. good. So, looks really good. Yeah, HBO is being smart with the marketing right now because they know that House of the Dragon is killing it, and yep. they gotta. The only thing I'm curious about The Last of Us is to see like how f- I feel like they can make it a long. Oh series. no, yeah, this is gonna be long. You think they're gonna they drag can, it out? Yeah. They, yeah. Can. they can because but, like there's a good amount of time jumps in the game. Yeah, yeah. Even in the first game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. can see yeah. just the first game lasting like three seasons if More. they wanted to. Yeah, I'm saying like minimum. Yeah. yeah. I, I know what I know what I know is that um 
uh, Riley, the Left Behind DLC. You have you guys played that? No. You guys never played the Left Behind no, DLC? No, no. I started so, it. Never finished. Storm Reed plays Riley, which is Ellie's best friend in the story. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Is she the one from the... Um, Euphoria. Okay. Wait, what are you saying? She's the one from the... No, I was saying like in the game. Like oh, in she, the game. She's the one that is in the center at first. She's part of... Is she there or where? She's not in the game. No, There's this a, is an extension. An extension of the game. That you oh, play. she's not in the game at all. She's only no. in this DLC that you play. Oh, interesting. It's a prequel to... To the, the thing. To, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. so it's yeah. a backstory to Ellie's story. That's interesting. Yeah, but if you don't know about it, then play it or just wait. But her... She does. The actress said that she's in episode eight. Oh, okay. So, dang. So they're going deep yeah, into this. Like yeah. they're like doing their. Well, they're we'll keeping see. it true to the game. I guess we'll see. That's good. All right. Is HBO the best platform at the moment? Yeah. Just a, I'm not. It's a total side. Yeah. Note, I ain't hesitating. Even their even their reality shows, bro. Like, <laughs> no, no joke. I, I, F Boy Island is the one thing that's on there. Like, shout out to the people who like reality shows. I'm not a big fan, but I watch them here and there. Yeah way better than like any of the reality shows on netflix like 10 times better yeah because they don't take it it doesn't take itself too seriously the production's really good like and it, it's good it, it's just good uh, plus hbo has friends so they win not even that bro look what they're just making in general. and dune you got succession everything yeah succession. for originals like for originals it's, it's insane succession if yeah. you guys haven't seen thrones, it, see it, Game of thrones um sopranos was the sopranos who started put basically tv on the map started from hbo yeah yeah and it's just like come on it, barry which is another good one mm, i've heard um there's a lot there's a lot um all right but guys we just got a huge time jump in episode six huge what an episode i feel like this episode felt like part two to season one if that makes sense yeah it's like it's the like beginning of the yeah year. it's a beginning of a, of a season and because you, you can see that you, there was a lot of development that happened in those 10 years. Like, Allison looks. The way that Allison is acting is completely different than the young Allison. Even from, the way Rhaenyra. Yeah, Rhaenyra, too. But I think the big, for me, what stood out the most to me was, was Allison. Was yeah. yeah. How messed up she is. So, yeah, yeah we, got, we got a good start. But um, <clears throat> how you guys feeling now? What about you guys think? Show? Yeah, about the show. Do you guys still feeling it? Are you guys still? What's going on? Because we has we just had some conversations before, and, and you you brought it up. So, I so yeah. I mean, the one thing that I was saying. Okay, first of all, disclaimer: this show is great. This show is very, very, very good. Um, but I am a person who loves character development, and I am a person who loves to grow with the characters. So it's hard for me to feel attached to characters when there are like significant time jumps like this. Mm -hmm. Do do I think that's a like uh, gonna make it or break it? No, um, I think you know eventually they're not they're gonna stop time jumping. Is what I'm hoping. It's not gonna be like consistent. You know, oh, okay, guess what? Season two has three different time jumps. Like that's gonna piss me off. I'm not gonna lie. If that's what continuously happens, but if this is all to build the setting for what's gonna go down then that's fine by me but i'm having a hard time connecting or caring about a lot of the characters which is kind of weird for a game of thrones for me because that's one of the things that game of thrones led me to do is like care about all of these different characters and granted i think game of thrones in general just had like more characters that and more storylines mm -hmm. obviously um so 
you know, now all these storylines are intertwined. I mean, like it's more intertwined. It's closer. The 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 plot all like coincides with the, with each other. Like everything is is so very close in proximity. Um, and you know, we get introduced to um, Harwin Strong in this episode. This man dies the same episode, and it's like he's a pretty significant character. He's the guy who is, you know, the alleged father of Rhaenyra's kids yeah. and all this stuff. He gets banished because he beats the crap out of freaking um, the Cole. The Christian Cole. Christian, Christian, Christian Cole. Kristen Cole. Yeah. So beats the crap out of him and then gets like his dad, who's the hand, brings him out to Heron Hall to, you know, take his seat, you know, with the family. And then the dude dies. I mean... I like the plot of it, but Where, like at the end of the day, like we just got introduced to a pretty significant character and he died right away, um, which, you know, Game of Thrones does, mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's all happening very quickly for me. It's different and I'm, I'm getting a little um, jarred by it. It's different. So mm -hmm. I'm, I think I'm just adjusting. Yeah. yeah. Another one was uh, Lady Lena as yeah. well. Lady Lena's dead. Yeah. I thought she was a cool ass character. Yeah. Like her stuff was getting very interesting to me because I was like, damn. Like the the vibe that I got from that past episode is that like she's able to tame Damon, mm -hmm. like low key she made this man kind of a family man. Like not to say his kids are a priority, mm -hmm. but like you know he seems to be doing all right. And then all of a sudden, she's dead. Yeah, and it's yeah we never really got to see how their relationship developed. We never really got to see any much of their relationship really. So yeah, that was you know that's tough. But yeah, exactly exactly that. Yeah. I feel that like Lady Lena, like her death, the scene was beautifully shot. And it's like, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, you're kind of like looking at it, you're like, Jesus. But at the same time, it, I, I fail to really care, mm. you know, about her dying. Yeah. Like the way that she went out is like a major death. Like what you would write for a major character that like people are supposed to connect with and feel things for emotionally, right? Mm -hmm. Because she, uses her own dragon to burn herself alive because she can't get the her. largest dragon yeah, as well <laughs> exactly and it and that that was huge and that but i was like oh my god like the way this is you can feel like the the that there's supposed to be emotion there i don't, I don't really know how to explain it like it, you can feel the grandiose of it from the scene itself but you don't really feel for her character or for damon who's now left with these kids yeah i think the thing with damon I, I agree with you completely i think the thing with damon is that i wish we had gotten more of his relationship with lena and how she was able to tame him and like have him develop as a person so mm -hmm. then we can kind of feel that pain with the character yeah but we exactly. didn't get that exactly so now it just felt like oh damn he he's doing good oh she's pregnant Oh, she's dead. It's also the yep. whole thing with Rainier as well. And they have like also that whole that whole love triangle yeah, and that how whole that love works. Triangle. Well, not square if that makes sense because yeah. <laughs> because even with the Kristen Cole stuff, bro. Yeah. Like from the last two episodes, right before, like she got with him, and then the next episode, or it might be the same episode, they're on a boat, um, whatever, and he's like, "Run away with me." It all escalates very quickly, so it's like you can't. It's hard to justify his anger and everything towards her because, like, we saw the relationship happen so quickly that I'm like, yo, chill out. But it's like, you know, it's probably more time that he spent, you know, in love with her or, like, thinking about her and thinking about yeah. how to run away and stuff like that. But we, we didn't get any of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I almost, I almost wonder if this stuff is, like, 
kind of filler for something bigger. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's, it's development. Know, we know it's it's not filler. It's building it's, up for for yeah. a civil war. Like we know what it's. That's literally what they're gonna do. Yeah, they're building up for a civil war. But I think. But my thing is like I. I just want. I'm just hoping that I start to care about the characters more. I think. I think what they want us to care about are the characters that are alive. So it's Rhaenyra, Alicent, um, Viserys, but who's gonna die soon? We know that. Um, a Damon. I'm shocked Viserys isn't dead. By the way, <laughs> yeah, this man yeah. coughed up blood at the wedding and then showed up like passes out and, and their kids die. i think that's a huge focus on everything is also the young kids and they're not in because they're yeah. gonna grow so i think here's maybe- the other here's the other thing i'm struggling with too is um like with with the original series game of thrones you had so many different elements like it's not just several houses competing for the throne you also have the elements of like the white walkers and like brands special like magical abilities seeing the future or seeing I mean, the past or whatever we, we like, only saw that stuff later on in seasons i get it i get it but like it, it was all like setting up leading towards that um and, and they also let you know they give you the element from the get-go they give you the white walkers it's the first scene of the of yeah the series. it's true, it's true. They, mm-hmm. so like they, they're giving you multiple elements not just one and in this it's like it, it just seems a little bit repetitive it's like fighting for the throne fighting for the throne we need an heir we need an heir fighting for the throne it's like i almost need another element within this story but to make it go somewhere and and not just be one dimensional is what i'm saying i don't know if i i don't know if i agree with that because i think the purpose of this is is to be a little bit more focused on the throne and this not the throne, but this family and the destruction of this family. I yeah, think that's the. I think that's the focus purpose of the show. I, but I, I get agree. That. I agree with you in the fact that, I mean, I think I, to be fair, I would need to like go back and watch season one like one hundred percent again because like they did focus a lot on some very specific characters, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. we got a lot of like Ned Stark, and then Ned Stark obviously dies, and <laughs> then you know we got a lot of of the Starks, a little bit, uh, and we a good bit of the Lannisters, um, and then uh, like uh, some, you know some shots with Daenerys who was like on a whole different, you know, part of the world. So, you know, there was a lot of shifting dynamics, but this is yeah. a lot more focused. So I think that's one of the things, like, it's it's becoming um, not stale, but, like, it's becoming, like, okay, we're watching the same thing. We're watching the same people. Where is this going to go, and how is it going to get yeah. interesting? It's just, I just think, but, uh, correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but I think the difference is that, like, with this, what Abe's saying, we're getting, you know, the conflict inside the house, but we're not getting what else is going on in Westeros, right? We're not getting what the duties of what the king is doing, or what Viserys is doing. You know what I mean? We're not we're not getting all of that. Mm-hmm. We did get it with Damon with that part where he got Yeah, where he that, was in Pentos yeah, and they were like doing all that. But we got it for yeah. like a slight yeah a slight bit. Literally. But I don't think that's the again, I don't think that's the huge focus. And I think for some people that might be lacking, but I think it was advertised that this is a story about the house Targaryen. Yeah, I'm just surprised, I think, that with so many time jumps, like, where are we now? Like, 10 plus years after? Yeah. And nothing has been done in terms of, like, feuding and fighting over the throne. To me, it's a little bit surprising. I don't know. I feel like if they had just dragged out young Daenerys and Alicent, that whole story throughout... Not Daenerys, sorry. <laughs> Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Ren- same family. Target. Same yeah. family. Uh, yeah, if they had drag- dragged out the young characters for the entirety of season one and then introduced, you know, the adults in season two, maybe I would have cared more for, for the characters. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, just as I was starting to care about the characters, they swished them on me. 
Yeah. And now we have a whole different like dynamic and them like feuding and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is fine. Like the, the story's not completely like uh hopeless to me. It's still, you know, very much valid and mm-hmm. I can I can get it somewhat excited to see like what's going to happen next. But where it really starts to like grasp your interest and it's like this is this is Game of Thrones shit is at the very end of this episode. That's where they're like it, it gives you the little twist that's like, oh my god, like we gotta watch out for this guy with Laris. Yeah. With Laris, exactly. Well, that's the reason I really like his character because this is not the first time that we're seeing this happen. Because when you go way back to with the young Allison, when he was kind of scheming in the garden and asking questions about Rhaenyra mm-hmm. and the tea she was taking and like yep. insinuating that she might be fooling around, yeah, like this man's been scheming, and I love being able to see, you know, characters in different points of time like how their plans continue you know to come to fruition Mm -hmm. because he what we see in this episode you know just to summarize he basically plots the killing of the strong the strong family yeah Yeah. his his own own family one he's a psychopath two ramsey bolton yeah low-key um two but better yeah he is telling Alicent this as like, you know, almost like he's doing her a favor. But at the same time, he realizes she's not going to be happy about this. Mm-hmm. But it's hilarious because earlier in the episode, we kind of see like they have dinners together. They have lunches because like he's he's a lot of characters mixed in one because he's low key also Varys because he like gets whispers and like he, yeah, you know, he, yeah. he has secrets and all this stuff. Yeah, so like this true. man is this man is wild. Mm-hmm. Um. But like he got her trust and that goes all the way back to the garden when he was talking crap about Rhaenyra. But he has his own self-serving, you know, reasons for doing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, his, his character to me is the most interesting because he's plotting and he has things that he wants to accomplish. I just don't know what they are yet. Yeah. And that's what I like because the other characters, I feel like it's it's so on the nose what they need, yeah. what they want, what they need. Like everything to them is is very clear cut, very straightforward. For him, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, we got the scene where he got some prisoners and cut their tongues, and yeah. now he has basically an army of people. He has minions, yeah, essentially. people who want him, who are controlling it, who he's controlling. So, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be interesting to see how that develops in the future. Um, but you brought up the whole Allison and how she wasn't gonna like that. It's so true; she wasn't gonna like that. But as the show develops, she's gonna get even more twisted. And she's gonna start to to be like, yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah, if her, it, I could see her development becoming like Cersei Lannister type thing. Yeah, I just think even it's worse. Yeah, <laughs> that would be wild. Cause yeah, and then we got we got Aegon, um, and how that that whole that whole relationship with Alicent and and Aegon as well, and how Alicent does not really care if his son messes with his with. Her brothers, her cousins, she's like, bro, I don't care. Do as you wish. Just do it inside the house, which is very weird because all she wants is her son on the throne. And we got that. We got that glimpse where she was like, yo, just don't let rumor spread, but do as you wish, which yeah. was very interesting. And we're going to see as that happens, Aegon is going to get even more messed up. This is Aegon the second, I believe. Mm. Yeah, he's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm very. Yeah, her. Her reaction to like just walking in on him and yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. and then just like sitting him down and basically like scolding him about stuff. I was like, 
damn, she really only cares now about her being her, like their family controlling, mm-hmm. you know, the throne. And it's, you know, we're definitely have, are seeing some development with the character. It's just, it's just tough. Like what Charlie was saying, like it's a different actor now. So it, mm-hmm. it feels like a different character. Yeah. So it's not like we got, it doesn't feel like we got development. It feels like we got, you know, presented a new person. Yeah. And, and the, I don't know why that choice when they're thinking about dragging this like three, four seasons or so. I don't know. I feel like they just could have used the same, the same actresses. No, we don't know because we haven't read the book too. We yeah, I don't know. The I, book don't know. Is a, I don't know if they're supposed to become like yeah. old women and still feuding and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, I, I, I don't get, well, I, I don't mean, know. like there was no way that they could have like, okay, when we first started the show, they were what, like 16, 17. Then there was like two years or no, they're like 15 and then two years, 17. And then like, 10 years like 27 like late 20s like there's no way that you know doing the time jumps they could have kept the same actor no i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm saying they shouldn't have done the time jumps they should have progressed it you know throughout the seasons leading up until where we are oh you would have been bored i think yeah i think it would have been way too bored because i I think the book in itself it it, it's it's jumping a lot yeah because it's just narrating the story and it's going here here and there it could be but remember we had game of thrones for 10 seasons and we watched those characters go from children to a fully formed adults but because of but because we had all of those competing and conflicting and different overlaying timelines that's why i think Mm -hmm. it worked and then that's why i'm like i'm qualifying everything to say right now that i think this show is going to be really really good i just think right now we're getting a different type of build-up than we've gotten and we just need to be patient yeah we'll see what happens because i i was reading and apparently they want to bring um millie alcock and the uh, I forget the actress that plays Al- younger Allison. Emily Carey? Yeah, yeah, Emily Carey. They want to bring them back yeah. for season two. Mm-hmm. They want to bring them back for season two to do like flashbacks, I don't know, flashbacks, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's clear that, you know, their performance was very good. The, the fans fell in love with it. They could see that. And now they're kind of like backtracking a little bit and being like, ah, we probably should include a little bit more of, uh, of these actresses in the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't know. But there was a, a, a report that I sent you guys um, that episode eight is going to feature the major final time jump of the actors slash actresses um, you see in the episode and will be the ones playing their characters for the rest of the series. As of right now, the series is planned on running for three to four seasons. So there's going to be another time jump I, on episode eight. I thought that was only for like the other characters, not for these. I would, yeah. My okay. guess, if it had yeah, to be the guess. Older. If it's my guess, it would be the kids. It's the kids. There's gonna be another. Yeah, the yeah kids. it's the kids. Which because makes Aegon, sense. Because Aegon, because eight, we we have to see Aegon get older. Because I don't care about them kids right now, anyway. So yeah, it's fine. I don't think we're gonna see Aegon get older because there's a rumor that they're gonna get um Henry Cavill to play him in season two. Yeah, so, but we're still gonna see. Uh, I don't think we're gonna see the older version of him. No, I think we now. we see a teen version of him. Yeah, an older teen version. I think. Like a young adult version. Yeah, he's already a teenager. Yeah, he's already he's, like he's already like probably like 13, 14, 15. Yeah, he did already cast a because he was like two or wrong. three when when they like before they did the time jump or whatever. He's got to be like 13, 14 at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that'll be interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Wow. Now we're just thinking over here because I don't know. I feel like the time jump has been has been affecting. The way that we 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 watch the show. Yeah, I'm curious what people think. Let us know if you think the time jump is good, bad. Why do you think they're doing it? Do you think it's gonna 
you know, make sense. I think the only way we're going to be able to effectively, you know, review this and make and say, man, that was a good idea is like for the conclusion of the show. Yeah. And after the show, like to be able to look back and say, okay, I understand why they did this. This mm -hmm. was the right way to go about it because it developed this storyline, that storyline, these characters this way. Or not. Because remember, Game of Thrones right now has a bad track record for endings. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we could look at this. Well, one hundred percent. Six years from now, whenever it ends, and be like, "Yeah, they made the wrong moves again." No, that's what the, I'm saying. The, the other thing too, uh, the director dropped out. No, one of the writers. One of the directors dropped out. One of the showrunners. There was two showrunners. One of the directors is. There's multiple directors. Out. Yeah, he has. He directed several of the very yeah. big episodes of the original series, and then he was directing. He was all of this. No, he was a showrunner. He was a showrunner alongside. He okay. dropped out. Yeah. Um, so shows already getting impacted. Mm -hmm. You know, that, yeah. that's already not a good sign. So let's see where it goes. Hopefully, um, George R. R. Martin is you know pretty like uptight about how things are run and doesn't let them basically just do whatever they want like they did with Game of Thrones season seven through eight. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, it's well I don't know. I think we just have to just watch. I don't it's really that's all I can really say because I don't know. I think the show is good. I'm having a really good time watching. I just think it's it's just been really hard to just connect with some characters. Yeah. But am I loving Olivia Coke's performance? Did I love Olivia Coke in, in, in episode six? Yes. Did I love um the new Rainier actress, which is uh Emma Lee Darcy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Loved her. Great. They're Are, fantastic. They good. Like, you know what I mean? Sir Laner, we're gonna see great, great things from him. I, I'm I'm liking it. It's just that um I feel like when I'm watching the episode, I'm kinda like, Okay, ooh, I know the ending's gonna be good because they're gonna do something. Mm -hmm. And then as it's going, I'm like, Ooh, okay, this is nice. And then it happens, I'm like, Dope. Can't wait for the ending for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I do but I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying like, I don't know. I th I think that it was important to bring that that character into play. The yeah. Dynamic. Uh, what's his name again? Remind me. The the guy who's scheming now. Laris. 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 Yeah. Laris. Uh, it, it is going to give like a different feel to the show now because we have an actual like villain per se. Mm -hmm. I would say because this it, is the one thing. Actually, you know, this is a good point. It's always to me the most interesting characters are the ones that have like some sort of knock in their status. So, like, in the original Game of Thrones, you had Tyrion, who is a dwarf. You have Jon Snow, who's a bastard. You have yeah. these people who are misfits, and they are, you know, the most interesting people because they're kind of, like, looked down upon by society, but mm -hmm. they're within this world. So, Laris is the only one that has that kind of quality mm -hmm. because he's has some sort of crippling, you know, he has some sort of yeah. disability, right? Like, maybe his uh, leg or something is messed up. He, like, walks with a cane, I think we saw. Mm -hmm. So, like, that is one thing that I feel like we've been missing. We, those misfits, those people that, you know, right. society looks at them and they see that they're different and they are the characters that are underdogs and they do stuff that, um, you know, overcomes what society thinks of yeah. them. So I think that's one of the things. Like, Laris is that character now. And, you know, I wish we got to see a little bit more of that um, kind of dynamic, even if it was, like, a, another bastard or, you know, something like that. Someone who's, like, lowborn and... Um, somehow in the mix or something like that, but 
Yeah, I think that's an interesting you, you character could, dynamic we're not getting as much of. You could almost argue that Rhaenyra is already that character as well. Yeah. And maybe Damon, you know, because they are part of this royal family. They're supposed to, you know, carry on the family tradition and lead the throne and all that stuff. But, like, part of them doesn't really... They, they want it because they know it's their obligation. But at the same time, they kind of feel like they should just let everything aside and be together, maybe, potentially, or whatever mm -hmm. i don't know no but, i don't think that's the i don't i, don't, I mean that I was the plot line before but it, what maybe not anymore like be, being together like who uh rhaenyra and damon they they wanted to be together or at I least they i didn't get they that mentioned vibe it. i didn't get that vibe what i got you, the vibe what do you mean you didn't get that vibe the episode of the wedding when they're dancing together no no no. i got the vibe i got the vibe that he's toying with her emotions and what she wants because she doesn't know what she wants and he's doing this mostly for power it could be, but every sign that I've seen of him, it's like exactly what Davi was saying about Lady Lena. Like he's tamed when she's around, because in the very beginning of the show, when he steals a dragon egg, she ends up going because she knows it's going to be a bloodbath if she doesn't go. She's the only one who can keep him calm, and he just hands her the egg, doesn't even say a word. Yeah, and you know, again at the wedding, he sees her, and then they start dancing, and, and he has a moment. I think of. I see it as like weakness. She's like, take me with you to your castle. Let's be together. Wed me. Blah, blah, blah. This is not. So I, I feel like she's the one who can kind of break him in a way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't feel... I can't comment on that because I know some, some stuff already about it. Yeah, you so stay quiet. I can't, yeah, I can't <laughs> Spoilers. say anything. Spoilers over here. Yeah, I don't know. I think the vibe is kind of weird because I do get what you're saying. But the other thing that I see about it is like, I think he does have some power over her as well because the chaos that he creates with her, like he took her out of the castle, you know, took her out of the red keep, brought her, you know, to the brothel, you know, created all this kind of chaos and like playing with her mind all for his own personal gain because he wanted to insinuate that, you know, he took her virginity and now like, Oh, now you might as well wed me to her, you know, give me the power. So, like, I feel like he has some more, like, power over her. And showing up on her wedding day and causing the chaos, like, it's not like he needed someone to tame him. It's like he came to mess stuff up. And then you got Lena. And that's true as well, yeah. You got Lena, who's, who then was able to tame him, right? Like, she was that person very clearly. We saw it in literally an episode. The man had kids. The man literally talked about literally yeah. not having kids ever. And now he's got to do, he's got to deal with dreads. That's a good point. The man's screwed. So that's a great point. So that's why I, I get a different vibe, but that's all I can say from, you know, I don't know anything further about the story. I haven't done any research. That's good. Those. Don't go on Twitter. I'm, I mean, I've been on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just not. Stay away from the spoilers. Don't follow any House of the Dragon source or nothing. No, because I Because they always, they don't spoil the book, but you know what's coming. I mean, I don't know if you guys are not catching, but they're, they're, clearly developing towards something but i'm not gonna say it um <laughs> I, I i think from the from the preview did you guys watch the preview yeah we did we all watched I, we, we all watched we did and i don't remember it the anymore. preview looks like damon is coming back to dragonstone yes rhaenyra and him probably will get married is what it's looking like but to me it looks like a power play it doesn't really look like a love thing but that's just from my outside perspective yeah okay but because now they're both like they have nothing like they have no claim to mm -hmm. anything like he's got no family she's basically being made out to you know um be this person who has bastard children stuff like that oh you know what i was talking about they're talking about the bastards look she's got two right there 
Yeah. Two? Should, uh, three? Three. 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 Should three. Should three. Should three. Should three bastards. In so. this episode. And when we do the next time jump, we'll get a bunch more yeah. of these people. <laughs> oh We're going to be really God. interesting. Yeah. It so you know really what? I'm, I, you know, talking through this, there's some stuff that can happen. There's some yeah. stuff that can get really, really interesting. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. That is interesting. All right. But, um, oh, Charlie, to answer one more thing about the showrunner dropping out, it was um, Miguel. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't even, I don't even want to butcher stuff it. Too, yeah. yeah, but he, he dropped out because he signed a first look deal with HBO. And the reason why he dropped out was because it was just he's worked on so many Game of Thrones episodes and projects that he just felt like it was time. And he just felt fatigue. Interesting. So that was oh, very much he's, it. He's staying on as and an he's staying in as an executive producer. producer. Exactly. Yeah. But okay. he's just not directing and producing um, and writing anymore. Okay. He just wanted to step away from it. He did. He is directing the next. He did direct the next episode. Oh yeah, no, he's out of it for season two. He's not. Yeah. 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 So that's why. But y'all, with that being said, um, another great episode. We're so excited for episode seven. Um, we'll be back here again Wednesday, talking it out hashing it out disagreements agreements whatever i mean for the first time we got an agreement between charlie and ape so that was interesting that was a miracle first time (laughs) 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 but with that being said y'all we love you guys so much see you soon